Did you know that the church, they, surely they needed, for Jesus had died, buried, and resurrected, and he was gone. You know what they did? They went back to fishing. Peter says, I go a-fishing. They say, we also go with thee, and I call it perfect backsliding. There were seven of them. Check it out. Perfect backsliding, I call it. They were discouraged. In Luke, Luke 5, the Lord called them from the fishing business to fish for men. Henceforth, you'll catch men. I've made you fishers of men. And the Lord catches them there and says, after the resurrection, he says, children, have you any meat? No. You're doing just like you did when I, when I caught you the first time and you toiled all night and caught nothing. Here, after the resurrection, they toil all night and catch nothing. You always catch nothing without, without Christ around. You always catch nothing when you don't have the Holy Ghost moving. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. The earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the waters. It was empty. Empty. And then God made man and breathed into his nostrils. But he was, before he was breathed into his nostrils, he was just a body there. And he breathed into his nostrils. And listen, the, the breath of God. Uh, then he became a living soul. And Jesus breathed on the disciples. We need, the, we need Jesus to breathe on us. The song, Breathe on Me, Breath of God. They, the reason for Pentecost is they needed Pentecost. And you can go on and on. I know you've been taught it all your, be, all, all your life. We independents are, are good at teaching things that sometimes are, are a little shy of the full scriptural impact. Or the full scriptural truth. I have Bible verses. I showed them to my son where the Holy Spirit was in them in the Old Testament. I don't need but one verse. Don't you tell me that David didn't have the Spirit of God in him when, when, that, when that bear and that, that uh, lion rose up against him. I'm telling you, God was in him, on him, all over him. And he killed that bear and he killed that lion. You try it once. Go on out there. Try and kill a bear or a lion. I don't care if you got a slingshot or what you got. I don't care if you got a staff. You better be careful if you even have a rifle. He might get you. If he's a young lion. And the bear might get you too. But not if God's with you. That was just preparing him for, for that wicked... Giant Goliath. Don't tell me God wasn't with him when he took Goliath's head off. Don't tell me that stuff. Don't tell me he wasn't filled with the Holy Ghost of God. Amen. And I know there's, it's difficult. Sometimes it seems like the Holy Spirit came on them and then left them. But, boy, sometimes we sure feel like he's left us, too. We know he doesn't. Lo, I'm with you all, even unto the end of the age. The Lord sure was with Job, wasn't he? He didn't know where he was, but he was there. <laughs> and sometimes we don't know where he is either. How could all this fall upon me? But Lord, I know that my... Re
Redeemer liveth. I know I'll come forth as pure gold. You told me so, Lord. <laughs> Amen. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. We, to be honest with you, to be fully pleasing with God, when we come before him to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant, we better be so filled with the word of God, so emptied of self and sin, that whether we know it or not, we are filled with the Holy Ghost of God. Filled with the Spirit of God. They're the same. Holy Spirit and Holy Ghost. It's only three in the Trinity, not, not four. One lady said, well, I'm talking about the Holy Ghost, Pastor. That's all Pentecostal religion get for you. Man, alive. Put four in the Trinity. That's what she told me. And I think she's still wrong about it. I thought about it the other day. Her husband passed away. Now, I think I still ought to go over and tell her there's only three in the Trinity. Maybe it wouldn't be too kind, but he's been gone long enough. Before she goes and meets the God of glory and passes that kind of doctrine around to somebody else, I ought to tell her there's three in the Trinity instead of four. Trinity means three, by the way, as well. It speaks about oil. We must have the oil applied. We must be anointed. I think back on my own experience. I don't even think I was ordained by the right group. <laughs> I wanted to get ordained right out of Bible college by a certain, by my favorite pastor and so forth. And I don't know, maybe he thought I was too green or too young or too mixed up. I was pretty messed up on my doctrine. So he wouldn't ordain me. And neither would the Southern Baptist earlier. They said, do you believe in tithing? At that time, I didn't believe in tithing the right way, the way they did. And they wanted me to lie in reality. And you know what the Southern Baptist said? We, we're not going to ordain you. Because they didn't believe in tithing right. That was good. I mean, I was young in the Navy yet. Green, didn't know much anything. I wanted to raise the dead and heal the sick right now. I'm talking about it. I did. I wanted everything God had. Amen. A lot of us were like that one time. I even heard Lester Olaf on the radio, and he said way back years ago, he said, I got so sick of all this organized stuff that he almost got around the wildfire instead of the real fire. Mm -hmm. By the way, we mentioned about the preening oil for the preening oil for the wings and the feathers of the eagle. You think about it, almost everything has oil. I mean, I don't know that much about the human body, but you've got to have some kind of oil for these joints in here. Hmm? Hmm? Look, we can't fly these airplanes without oil. I'm going to be taking a trip on Monday after I preach all day on Sunday and going over towards South Carolina to pick up my wife and the, all the other family reunion. Then little Andrew's getting... His surgery, and we're not going to be able to stay for Patty's surgery, I'm sure, if she has to have surgery. And so she, boy, I've never seen such a girl that had so much trouble in all her life. But praise God, she's as good as she is. She had a nice baby girl. Seems to be healthy. Mm -hmm. 
But it's going to take a lot of oil, oil, gasoline to get over there. Amen? But I think your gifts oiled me up a little bit. Amen? Thank you. Bless you. It takes a lot of oil. Amen? Oil to heat our houses. Years ago, it took oil to have the lights. And Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Then there were the ten virgins. Remember the ten virgins? Some didn't have any oil. They didn't take any oil with them. And the oil speaks of the Holy Spirit. And what? The ones that took the oil, they were ready to meet the bridegroom. Those who were ready went in because they had oil. What about the barrel of the meal? We often forget not only the barrel of meal to to feed Elijah and the widow woman, but there was the cruise of oil. And what good would the meal have been without the oil? What about in the sacrifices? The meal offering. You had to have the oil. They say that one olive oil, one olive tree is enough oil in the olives to supply a whole family with oil for the whole year. Olive oil. You ever see it there? For cooking. And then what? You stick it in your ear? It does all kinds of things. Really, you do. It's, it's a sweet oil. It's olive oil. And olive oil is just a, med- it's a medical thing and just used for so many things. Some people just take a, probably, you know, and take some oil. Every day of my life, I take a, a cup, one or two or three fish oil pills. And they say it's good for your circulation. It's good for your mental, you know, tuna fish, oil. Fish, fish is good for you. Bible food. Lubricate your brain. Keeps the blood thin enough. Really. Vitamin E and 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 what's that other and the other one is um, is fish oil. It's got this little red heart on it and everything. Huh? Not just the little aspirin. I take that too. I'll take another one if there's four of them. I'll let you have the heart attacks. I'm not interested in them. I want to live to be ninety hundred, amen, if God would allow me to. I've already asked him for at least 80. For, and I've been asking him for years for that. So I think I've still got some more time. For those that would like to see me gone, I think they're going to be disappointed. <laughs> Neither did the cruise of oil fail. A handful of meal and a little oil in a cruise. And it didn't waste. It stayed there. God kept filling it up or having enough there. Even if it was down on the bottom, who cares? Praise God. There was a little there to make enough for them until the terrible dearth was over. What does it say in the 23rd Psalm? Thou anointest my head with oil. The, the, the sheep, they get the... See, they'll, they'll beat themselves to, crazy to death with all these bugs that get into their, he, in their uh, heads. 
and then they'll get all bloody and everything. So you got to put some oil and get the right kind of oil and it'll smell so that the bugs won't want to get onto their hair. That's what they say in that little book. I don't know all about it, but all about sheep, the shepherds, Psalm by Philip. What is his name? Hmm? Keller, Philip Keller. Hmm. Anoint my head with oil, my cup runneth over. It's an overflowing cup of oil. Not water, not milk, oil. You have to have certain amounts of oil in your body. These people are going so crazy about fat. You've got to have some fat in your body. People are nuts today. You heard about... Dr. Tom Malone, and Dr. Tom Malone said, you know, this was the time when they had to watch out for eggs because eggs were high on cholesterol. So Dr. Tom Malone said, my grandfather had two or three eggs every morning of his life. And at 93 or 5, 95, he died. Finally, the eggs got him. Why people are foolish. Now they found out later that's the wrong kind of cholesterol <laughs> comes from eggs. It comes from something else, I guess. Now, by the way, what about the pot of oil? Elisha, she comes to Elisha. My my sons are going to be sold. You know what redeemed them was oil. Oil saved them. The God who provided the oil. She said, "All I have is a little a, a pot of oil." And he said, go get every vessel, send your boys everywhere. Get every vessel you can get, and, but in secret, pour out. Man alive, do you think that went all over town after, after that, that took place? So you think about, think about all these miracles that the Holy Spirit of God does and did in the Bible, and think about how it was noised abroad after it took place. Amen. Tabitha, arise. Amen. What about at the time of the... Uh, the, uh, the widow of Nain and her boy gets up. Whew. What about the blind man in John 9? Jesus came by. What about the woman who'd spent all and got nothing done? Oh, my. Oil for light. What about Samson? The Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him when a young lion roared against him. You don't roar against God, Samson. He's the Spirit-filled man. He's not perfect, but neither are we. And we, he was living in the days when the judges ruled. There was no king in Israel. Every man did that which was right in his own eyes. I think Samson did fairly well considering everything. And by the way, before you get too hard on Samson, he's put in the heroes of the faith over in Hebrews 11. So just keep getting upset with Pastor Harvey. No, don't. But anyhow, uh, I have preached some revivals. And when I preach Samson, not as a perfect type of Christ, surely he's not. Joseph is. Joseph's the most perfect, the Joseph of the Old Testament, Jacob's son. But don't tell, me that, don't tell me that Samson is not a type because Jesus is none stronger than he is. 
And he did more in his death than he did in his life. I'm telling you, Samson, he's kind of the miracle man. He's one of the most, I believe he's the most understand, misunderstood man in the whole Bible next to Jesus probably. He was a one-man machine. He didn't need anybody else, just me and God, and we'll take on the whole Philistine army. There were not, he didn't even have one, he didn't even have one right-hand man. All he had was two arms. Amen? The Spirit of God came upon him mightily. He killed 30 men. After it says, and the Spirit of the Lord began to move him at times in the camp of Dan. To tell you the truth, the most of us, we're only moved very little and not very much at any times are we moved by the Holy Ghost in that fashion. The Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost, the same. He caught 300 foxes by, tail to tail, put a firebrand. You go check, you just catch three foxes. I'd like to see you catch three foxes. He caught 300 foxes. Have you ever tried to chase a, a fox down? You don't even bother not even one. I'm telling you, he was spirit-filled. Amen. He was fast as lightning and even faster than the lightning if he needed to be. Amen. Amen. Because what? The, the Spirit of God will make you move that fast. I think, I think he made David move that fast with that bear and that lion. And by the way, Samson, uh, this lion roared against him, took care of him, didn't he? Well, he says he, he killed him like a little kid of the goats, a little baby goat. He's going, squeeze your neck. Don't you, don't you roar at me. I'll just put you to sleep, buddy cat. Hmm? God's all over me. Don't roar against me. Amen. 300 foxes. And then the Philistines shouted against him. You don't shout at God, Samson. He got a jawbone of an ass and killed a whole thousand of them. Thousand was he moving out? Ooh! I think his arm was going like a a, a whirlwind, man. Woo, 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 woo. Huh? Well, what are we fighting? I don't know. I can't even. I can't even make it out. There goes George, and there goes Bill. Woo, 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 woo. I don't think I'm going near him. I think I'm going the other way. Doesn't look too prosperous in that direction. I don't think our swords are doing them any good. He took the doors of the gate of the city, two posts, the bar and all, put them on his shoulder and went about 30 miles up a hill near the hill of Hermon. I'm thinking of the days in the future when they tried to get their doors back. How are we going to get these doors the gates of the city, the bars, two doors. Well, Samson, he, did, he, he didn't have any trouble. He probably dangled him up, you know. One door on either end. And he just had the other on his back. I don't know. He had God all over him, amen. How in the world? Wouldn't you, I mean, wouldn't you, these were the, the gates, the doors of the city. What has happened to our doors? And the gate, oh, Samson took him up the hill, 30 miles up the road. How did he do that? 
I don't know. We don't know how he does anything else either. In fact, we're kind of scared. He's kind of strong. Hmm? They say that when the Spirit of God comes on him, what does that mean? I don't know, but I'm not getting near him. He might kill me like he killed that other thousand the other day. Ooh. Then he took the... But, you know, the Spirit of God, Spirit of God. You know, Saul, the, Saul was anointed by Samuel. David was anointed by Samuel. Arise, anoint him, for this is he in front of his brethren. Then Samuel took the horn of oil, horn of oil, and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. I sensed a difference when I got ordained to the ministry of more usefulness for God. I know they say Spurgeon never got ordained. Well, I did. And I believe ordinations of God. I don't understand it, but I don't understand the God who ordains us either. This is something that we can be very, uh, if we're not careful, we can find fault with each other in this, in this interpretation of the Spirit of God, just like we can in the salvation of a soul, because it's a miracle. That God would preach through a man is a miracle. If he's endued with power, it's a, it's a miraculous thing we're involved with, Brother McVaney. Huh? And sometimes we go home and say, how did God do that through this? Man, I, I tried to be prepared, but I, I felt so, so insignificant, so ill-prepared, and God saved him anyhow. I mean, I know that he did. They, there was just, they, it just was evident that God was all just working. You're supposed to preach in season and out of season, and sometimes it's out of season. You preach anyhow, and God take the word. Oh, from that day forward. Kind of seems like when, when Samuel anointed David, the great man David, from that day, that's before he, before he probably even, for all we know, Killed the lamb and the uh, the lion and the bear. I don't know. Probably it was after this, because then it was later that he stood before Saul with the instrument, and that was what you know all these different things. Most all the kings were anointed. God wanted them anointed. You know what it says about John the Baptist in Luke 1.15? And he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost even from, even, even, even from his mother's womb. It says, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee and sanctified thee and ordained thee a prophet of the nation, Jeremiah. Sanctified thee. This matter of sanctification is miraculous, just like the, the, the fact of salvation is miraculous. When God cleans us up, it's just as miraculous as, well, I don't know if just, I don't know if, I'm not comparing anything. I mean, it's miraculous that God would take something that's a dirty vessel and clean it up and make it useful for his glory. It says of Elizabeth in Luke 1.40, the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost and she spake with a loud voice. 
and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And we could read through the great Magnificat of the Virgin Mary. Or is she's with child right then? But she's still the virgin, hallelujah, amen, never been touched. It says in Luke 1, 67, Elizabeth's husband, Zacharias, and his father, Zacharias, was filled with the Holy Ghost. Why do you think we don't need to be filled with the Holy Ghost? If Samson needed to be, and Zacharias was filled, and, and Elizabeth was filled, And David was filled with the Holy Ghost. Hmm? Luke 1, 70, it says, And as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began. God speaking by the mouth of his holy prophets. God speaks through his prophets, and in these last days has spoken to us by his Son. God has a way to speak to us. And as our brother said, we better listen. We're on dangerous ground when God speaks through his preacher. You know, I, I, I've told you this earlier in the week, but I, when I go to someone's door now, I say, you know, you need to thank God that God sent a preacher by your house, or if the other fellow's a preacher, God would send two preachers by your house. You ought to thank God that he didn't even talk to you at all. Amen. Huh? One lady, she said, oh, I got one of these tracks from a lady came by my house and she, she explained all that to me. And I'm Roman Catholic. And she said, what are you doing out here? There's all this rain out here. I mean, it's raining cats and dogs just the other week. It was raining so hard, we got four inches of rain and nothing flat. I thought we were going to float away there, Brother Farron. And the lady said this, and I said, it's, it's just because we love people. We want to tell them about Jesus, and we go out. Oh, she said, that's nice. <laughs> she says, that's nice. I, she said, I kind of enjoyed it when the lady talked to me from the Bible, from your church too. <laughs> Glory. Don't know who she was, but God sent. Amen. The devil didn't send her. Right. Amen. Some of us go around in a daze and wonder, I wonder who did that. God, if they get any gospel at all, it's God that's given them the gospel. If you were out there lost long enough like Brother Polk and I was, you'd say it must have been God. And he even brought some, some pretty mixed up people and mixed up doctrine to get you saved too, amen? Well, God got the truth through all those mixed up people because he loved your soul. Amen? You know what it says about Simeon in Luke 2.25, and the Holy Ghost was upon him. The Holy Ghost was upon him. And it was revealed to him by the Holy Ghost that he should not uh, see, uh, that he had, that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit, Holy Spirit, into the temple. And you know what? Jesus is the temple. And I have here, he's the Holy Ghost too. Hmm? Christ is in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, in the interim there. He's everywhere. 
Jesus is the Holy Ghost. Now, you know, the way, the, the model way to pray is you pray to God the Father in and through. There's one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. And you pray in and through and by the Holy Spirit of God. But when you're praying to God, you're just praying to the Holy Spirit. When you're praying to Jesus, praying to the, to, to, to the Father, Son, Holy Ghost, because He's a Trinity. We don't understand all that. They're all one. Hmm? These Jesus-only crowd, they're in trouble. They say, the space most, just all I baptize just in Jesus' name. I said, well, you say I'm not saved then. Is that right? I said, but I am saved too. And you're all wet. You need help. They're about crazy. Jesus-only crowd. They're all over the place. United Presbyterian. I mean, United Pentecostal Church. Oh, mixed up people. Well, it's, it's, it's singular. It's just his, you know, in the name. You're saying it's names, and the JW is saying that Jesus Christ was a ventriloquist. Oh, my. Or they're blaming us for that and all that. Oh, my. They may make much of the Father, and the Father makes much of the Son. They don't make much of the Son. They make much of the Father. That's a bunch of, bunch of foolishness. It is baptism. God said, this is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. God spake out loud from heaven. And the Spirit of God descended in the shape of a dove and lit upon him and abode upon him. That is baptism. It says in Colossians, In him, in Christ, dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. He's the lily of the valley, the bright and morning star, the day spring from on high, the branch, the door, the resurrection and the life, the Holy One of Israel. He's the oil. Hallelujah. He's everything. None like Him. Never a man spake like this man. And you know what His name is? He's the Lord Jesus Christ. His name is Christ, and Christ itself means the anointed one. So every, th- every time you, you talk about Jesus, Christ, the Lord of glory, He's the anointed one. And if He's the anointed one, then the anointed one lives in our bodies in the person of the anointed one, the Holy Ghost. Christ in you, the hope of glory. The anointed one in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, that's what it says too. I didn't think that. Amen. His name, Jesus, means Savior. But it's Christ in you. The anointing in you. Recognize it. Get sent out and let God do something for you and with you and through you. Die daily to self, as Paul says. I die daily. I'm telling you, our people don't die monthly, weekly, monthly, or yearly, I'm thinking sometimes. Paul said, I die daily. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. Christ, the anointed one, liveth in me. The anointing is in me. And the life which I now live by the... What? By faith? I live by the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Hmm. But ye shall... I'm talking about power, anointing. But tarry in Jerusalem till you be endued with power from on high. You know why? Because they needed power. 
He doesn't tell them to wait for power unless they needed power. Amen. And when the, it says, and ye shall receive power if the Holy Ghost come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and in the uttermost parts of the earth. And that's all simultaneously too. Why do we need power? So we can be his witnesses. Not so we can go around speaking in tongues, all that other foolishness. It's not for today. Oh. We need unction. That's what the old preachers used to say, unction. Because we're not, a, we can't do it of ourselves. We must have anointing. See, if, if we do something in the anointing of the Spirit of God, by the way, the Holy Spirit accompanies the Word of God. So we need to get a whole lot of Word to people. The hush of heaven will come when the Word of God's preached. The saints will get edified when the Word of God is preached. The Word. I don't know. I mean, when did Jesus get anointed? All the other kings were anointed. Hmm? And he sure was a king. They said that these wise men from the east, they came with their presence and their gifts. Some in history, the Roman Catholic Church says, you know, we three kings, but others said there were about 14 kings. I'd rather say there may be 14 kings. You say, why? Because all Jerusalem was stirred up. Where is he that has been born? Then they found out this could have been, it was in the house. It didn't say it was in the stable. So possibly a year and a half or two years later, because he inquired when they first saw the star, you remember. Herod, that wicked Herod, he said, let me know. And they said, two years. We've been, tra- we, man, alive. Whew, how did they find out about some star? God put it in that sky. God talked to him somehow. God can do everything, he, anything he wants to do with his creation. In preparation for his glorious son. You say there were soothsayers. I don't care what they were. They were seeking the right one. At the right time. At the right place. And it was a star from God that directed them. And it appeared after Herod was there again. And they rejoiced at it. And came in and and praised God. They brought him right to the house. I think the shepherds were there a whole lot earlier. Right there at at the manger. They brought three gifts. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. I don't know. Now, listen, listen. I'm not too great for conjecture and for supposition or a sanctified imagination. I just don't kind I just kind of, I know that God used the gold, frankincense, and myrrh. The myrrh spoke of death. But these were valuable spices, aromas. Frankincense was the aroma, smell and everything. I just, I don't know. I just, I just cannot believe that they didn't put something, some of that on my Jesus. I don't know that they did now. But I, I just wonder if they didn't put a little bit on my Jesus. Because he's the king. And he does need to be anointed. I don't know. But if not, the Bible doesn't tell us everything about everything. We know he was brought to Simeon and Anna in the temple. 
at the eighth day. And you know what the eighth day is? Ah, praise God, after the seventh day, you have Sunday, the first day. Ooh. Amen. Amen. You ever think about that? Circumcised the eighth day, not the seventh day, the eighth day after he's born. Eight's a number of a beginning again. Mm. We brought out the other night, Whit Sunday from the, from the Passover. By the way, Jesus, you know, he was the Passover lamb. And then you come along, what do you have? And then, then he arose on Sunday. And then what? Then you have from that time, you have 50 days. Four, seven sevens is 49. Seven Sabbaths. And then the day after the Sabbath is what? It's Sunday, first day of the week. I believe Resurrection Day. Pentecost. Very probably was on the first day of the week. Because it's the 50th day. It's not the seven sevens. But if not, maybe, maybe he was anointed when he was circumcised. I don't know. He was circumcised the eighth day. Hmm? That's what they brought him for, to be circumcised. To Anna. And I mean to Simeon. And the Lord said, you're not going to die till you've seen the Lord's Christ. And he said, you know what he did? He looked into the eyes of his creator. Glory be. He was his own mother's God. Ooh! Just unbelievable. Joseph didn't have anything to do with that. Lovely bundle of God. God in the flesh. Emmanuel, God with us. He was God as a baby and can't figure that out and never will. Don't care to. But it is exciting. He said, now mine eyes have seen thy salvation. Whoa, business always picks up when Jesus gets on the scene. In fact, when Mary comes in there and John the Baptist is already six months along in Elizabeth's womb, he's already kicking up a storm, I'm telling you. But then at the presence of the Lamb of God, the salutation of Mary, and Elizabeth says, John the Baptist jumps in her womb for joy at the presence of the Christ. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Figure this one out. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male that openeth the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. Mm-mm-mm. All these 14 kings, if there were 14 of them, they came to see the king. The king of kings, wrapped up in flesh. The creator! Of the whole universe as a baby. Mm-mm. Well, I think we need one thing. I think we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit of God. We have not because we ask. Now, you said, well, He's already inside. I know He's already indwelling. But why, are we, why do we feel so powerless at times? Are we powerless at that moment? I think we are. Hello? I think when we feel weak, we are weak. Hmm? And when we're strong, when we feel strong, we're strong. 
Hmm? You have not because you ask not. Lord, I pray for your power. Back in my life, and I don't think it was necessarily wrong. I put little things everywhere on my dash and everywhere in my went in my where I'd shave and everything. Pray for power. Pray for power. You know what you get? You won't get weakness. And if it's in the will of God, power over sin, power to, well, give me understanding, Lord, so I can understand the truth. Mm. I mean, when you hear about Samson, you hear about David, boy, just say, give me power to do thy will. We need to be empowered with the Holy Spirit of God. Our Father, our God, we thank Thee for all Thy blessings. And dear Lord, we pray that the Holy Spirit of God would apply the truths that we've sought to bring forth to our hearts. We're to walk in the Spirit and not obey the lust of the flesh. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And dear Lord, we need to be endued with power. Some of us go back to fishing for fish. We're like Peter and the other six. And we need to be lovingly and kindly rebuked by the, the Lord Jesus. We need to be corrected, said, feed my sheep, feed my lambs, feed my sheep. Dear Lord, do something for us we cannot do for ourselves. Give us great understanding of thy holy word, the scriptures. May we teach them to others powerfully and rightly direct us. Move upon our hearts. Make us like Jesus, the all-powerful one. As Jesus said, all power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore. We go because we have the power of Christ. And his command, the all-powerful one. He said, all power is given unto me. All judgments committed into his hands as well. He's coming back in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God. He's the great one that says, ye are my witnesses. So help us to witness. Praise thee and do thy will. Their heads bowed and eyes closed. I wonder if there's one here and you say, I need to be redeemed. My problem is I'm a sinner. And I sin because I'm a sinner. I need to be born again. I need to know it. I need to be sure I'm saved. Pray for me. Is there one? Just raise your hand. Take it down. We'll pray for you. Is there one? I need to be sure I'm saved. God bless these. Anyone else? I need to be saved. To see your hands. Yes, any others? All these little ones, they're all precious to Jesus. Pray that their hearts stay tender. Yes, I saw your hand. Any others? Is there one here and you say, I'm saved, but I need prayer as a Christian. I need to be filled with the Spirit of God in a greater fashion or yielded to Christ so He'll so just fill me and, and flow. The power of God will flow from me. I see hands everywhere. We might just be more sensitive to His Spirit's leading and filled with His Spirit. I don't understand all about it. It's a miracle. I don't understand. 
how God makes uh, scripture verses understandable at one time in your walk and other times you can't make head nor tail of it. That's a miracle. That's God. I don't understand all that. Our Father, help us. Those that are lost, help them to see and understand just as soon as possible, precious Lord. For these are our children. These are our little ones and they have a great heart and they hear more gospel than others, Lord. Some of these children, by the time they're just six, seven, eight, nine years old, hear so much more gospel than some at 20 or 30 years old. So, Lord, give them understanding and may they repent and believe the gospel and be born again and understand the blood and understand the substitutionary death of thy son and the sacrifice of thy son for us. And then we, as believers, may we be filled with the Holy Spirit of God. May we not shy away from those terms. They're Bible terms. May we seek to be anointed, for we have the anointed Christ within us. May we so die to self that he would live through us and empower us in service for him. May we, as it says in the Old Testament, do great exploits for thee, Lord. Help us in these days in Jesus' name. Amen.